0: I am Beya you're listening to Rappler Podcasts, and this is Who is the Filipino? So this episode is understandably unique. I am recording this under a blanket just as Luzon enters its fifth week under quarantine. Unless you've been hiding under a rock, in which case technically you've been in isolation for longer than I have, the entire Luzon, as well as other parts of the Philippines, are under lockdown because of the coronavirus pandemic. It is a whole new world. So, we're recording podcasts via Skype now. So, apologies if you hear any glitches. Because even if a pandemic is forcing us to change our normals, life simply does not stop. And you're wondering, ka na? So, moving forward, we won't just be asking, who is the Filipino? We'll also be asking, ka na nga ba? Let's find out how different people and different sectors are adjusting to this crazy new world we're living in. Today's guest is someone who's had a lot of adjusting to do. Jayton Zulweta founded AHA Learning Center 14 years ago when he was only 19. AHA is an after-school learning center that helps public school kids with academic and life skills. But since the lockdown began, they've had to contend with so much more. In this episode of Who is the Filipino, we'll be talking to Jayton via Skype and find out how they make distance learning work for free on Facebook. To start, um, how, how are you?
1: I'm feeling, uh, I think, like everybody else, just a little bit anxious. But generally, um, feeling very well. Feeling yeah. very well.
0: Okay. So a few days ago, uh, a day ago, or was it yesterday or a few days ago, you officially launched to the public or you opened to the public, Yung Eskwelang Pamilya. For those listening, it's this ingenious way, I guess, of extending distance learning to even people without very fast internet connections. Because obviously that's a problem in the Philippines. So maybe you can also walk us through what, what Eskwelang Pamilya is all about.
1: So Escuela Pamilya is... Um... Is an education intervention built for the lockdown and specifically made for public school students and their families it's mm-hmm. all primarily it's all for free um it's all primarily uh built for facebook messenger so we we made around 200 lessons that we currently um have uploaded into our website for free and the lessons consists of things that families need to cope Things that families can do together, and things that they can read and write to. So a lot of prompt.
0: Okay. So people didn't understand the context of how this came to fruition. Yeah, just a background. Like aha, uh-huh. I love this trivia. Like how? What, what does aha even mean?
1: Aha stands for angels here abound because we noticed that we target low performing but high potential public school students. So we noticed like in areas that were Within, with concentrated poverty, many of the interventions were for students that were at the top of their class, but mm-hmm. not necessarily students that were kind of struggling. So we call them angels here, because, you know, there's a lot of gold here that people aren't really, a lot of potential that people aren't really looking at.
0: It, more or less, it's like you're giving these children and their families, by extension, this opportunity. No? Because you were addressing this gap. That they were going to school, but they weren't would it be correct to say they weren't getting the extra attention that they could have needed or they could have gotten to boost themselves educationally?
1: Well, I think that the key with Escuela Familia is that we wrote everything in the context of COVID. So the writing prompts, the wellness activities, the COVID questions that we answer from kids and we make into lessons were all based on what we were hearing from the ground wherein kids were having anxiety attacks because they couldn't understand the news, that families were confused about what the coronavirus really meant, that people were worried not only shared the same worries of a lot of people in the middle class of fear, anxiety. So we, we wanted to create this so that the families would be encouraged not only to stay at home, to yeah. keep them busy at home but also to be able to to be able to use this time um well that they can get to know each other a little bit more maybe have skill sets they, they can build that they can use for other more stressful situations they might find themselves in
0: right maybe let's also go back to when the lockdown started so sure. it announced a few days before March 16 the Metro Manila wide lockdown and then eventually around 24 hours later it was extended to the entire Luzon so what was going through your head and going through the heads of people in Aha? Na parang was there already a plan in case a quarantine would be imposed? Was there existing like a plan B for for the organization?
1: <laughs> well, I think that we we just went through. Um, we had to secure all the families like food first.
0: For so sure. once
1: we figured that out, we looked at each other and we said we're teachers. And does the lockdown mean that we stop being teachers? And does a lockdown mean that we we're just going to stop being there for our students? So after different permutations of the idea, like we initially wanted to give lessons to their doorstep. And when that wasn't possible, yeah, we shifted into the only thing that we had, which is Facebook Messenger. And we found that not only was it a powerful medium, but at times just knowing that there's someone on the other end replying right, was was right. what they needed at the time. And what yeah. we needed, also actually.
0: Probably it also it addresses also that lack of connection that everyone has because of sure. this lockdown, right? How do you roll out? Can you take us step by step? Like, how do you even roll this out? Because I saw your numbers, you have almost three hundred. Is it right, students?
1: Uh, actually, we're now at five.
0: Oh, <laughs> you are at five. So how do you, how do you even yeah. start? It's like reaching out to some of these students were existing students right? Yes,
1: yes. So how uh, do so, you what, do that? so what we, we started to do because uh, I guess the key with this and when we looked at the different interventions that were available a lot of them were student-led so mm-hmm. we had to look for organizations and partners so we have 400 of our own enrolled
0: okay. uh,
1: from our own community and the the rest are from different NGOs and we noticed that we targeted NGOs, certain LGUs that we were friendly with because we wanted to make sure that there was a community organizer that had a working directory of all of these parents. Mm-hmm. And once we went onto the side of the parents, then we knew that you know like we could not only be able to impact more people since each household seems to have like three or four kids per household. Mm-hmm. Uh, we noticed that there was also some potential in making the material better. Because okay. with kids, they wouldn't necessarily give you feedback. But with parents, <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: they would tell us, like, okay, so this doesn't work very much. Yeah. And after or... we hit three weeks, that's when we realized, you know what? There's something special here. Let's try to get it to everybody else.
0: Right. I saw uh, you shared with me a presentation showing screenshots of how the parents have been replying to the group chats, right? These are via Facebook yes. group chats how did it feel? Parang, alam mo obviously this was a huge undertaking, right? Because you are, if you zoom out, you're bridging the educational gaps caused by, uh, unintentionally caused by the lockdown, potentially caused by the lockdown, whatever. But how did it feel when you started seeing the feedback of the parents?
1: Well, I think I'm more of a depth than a breath, guy, So I don't, when, when people say, like, it's gonna be, like, it's this amazing <laughs> thing, and, you know, yeah. na parang, I really just, remember having a couple of names in mind mm-hmm. like we need to get nana licia some comfort and you know right. we know that this is happening in this household that these people right. we know that how these people live and how small their their houses are and so when the feedback came in from these people it just felt like it almost felt like a huge embrace that i know that we won't be able to do even after the lockdown because right. how the world has changed but right. it almost felt like we were reaching out from across the screen and connecting with people in a way that we actually rarely do even on a physical output just because they seem to be more open even with their own personal problems. I guess everyone is vulnerable now and we're also vulnerable. We started having very thoughtful conversations not just about how to help you but even like what's going on with you like what do you think what kind of person do you think you'll be after. So it was good. It's been good.
0: I wanna move a little out of the program itself. And to you as, as a teacher, as as the as sure. the person who founded and runs aha, did you ever expect when you started na parang basically na rin, hindi ka lang teacher na mga bata? Parang counselor ka na rin. And, and, and in a way you're like a lifeline for the parents who might be overwhelmed. Not to say that you are not overwhelmed, because everyone is overwhelmed sure. right now. But did you see this happening? Like when you started, aha na okay. In essence, your life like to the community now, whether you wanted to or not.
1: Well, I started quite young, so mm. when I started, I was 19 years old. So now yeah. I'm 35. So obviously, like that version of me, is so so much dumber than this person. <laughs> so I just feel like I always, I don't, I I think what helps and what make what helps it evolve is that we we do a lot of parent meetings. Okay. So wh- whereas a lot of organizations, I feel like. There's an aha moment of some sort, or it's like, right. after this experience, this is what moved me. We've always kind of been led by what the community needs or mm-hmm. suggests. So I, I do feel like, in most cases, that role was only created after the relationships were a little deeper. Right. So when I became more of, um, the only way that I could have been a lifeline you know, was if we had a relationship wherein there was some trust. For um, sure they could be a lifeline to me too, and then both ways. So I I do feel like more than anything else that since I was 19 when I started, that Mm -hmm. I kind of grew up with this and that they kind of raised me in some way.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like it molded you and you molded it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Again, like I mentioned before, we started recording. But there's this notion that e-learning or distance learning is something reserved for the privileged because there's this notion that you know distance learning entails online modules. Clearly, you you found a workaround that through free Facebook. But as an educator, you know, like how do you approach these possible barriers in terms of reaching out to these children?
1: Well, I think one of the gaps. And maybe because I see myself more in terms of development rather than education Mm -hmm. Uh, since we have a more holistic program, not by choice, but by the nature of our organization. So I do feel like what the gap is in many of the education interventions Mm -hmm. was that there's this notion that to create a perfect intervention, you need a lot of rationale, it has to be well researched, it has to go through this whole process. And that whole process at the time is, wasn't something that we were with that the community could wait for. Yeah. So I, I do believe that a lot of the distance learning interventions could be better or could reach the people that really need it if we just took a lot of these. or this should be the way it should be done. We take all of that out and just focus on like, what's the quickest most effective way right. to get right. this material to the children. And strangely enough, when we had a lot of back and forth even internally that they kept on saying, what about the pictures? What about, you know, like video? And we right. do have, I do like a live stream every day, a storytelling live stream. Only 20% get to go. So we felt like, okay, parang if you weren't yeah. worried about making a mistake and if we were just completely razor sharp focus on yeah. getting this to the people that we love then a lot of the showdubs disappear actually
0: yeah Yeah. and funnily enough
1: we were even saying that we kept on saying what text isn't enough but then we think of books right that can take you everywhere exactly and and you're like ah if maybe it's just (laughs) writing a good book I don't know
0: that's interesting, because it's like despite you know there's this new medium, this modern technology, whatever, it's basically like you're going back to the basic of learning like how our parents did it way back then. I also just want to point out that like to solve a complicated problem, I think what you did was just to focus on what the community needed or what the, right. like, yes. How long did it take you to realize that? Like in your years in Aha, like or was it like when you started? Pa lang, okay, alam ko na. Ito yung ko, I will listen to them and you know. Or, or was it a process of like learning? Hey, this is how you do things.
1: Well, I'm thankful that like we basically were, um, we bas- nobody was really paying attention to us for a very long time. <laughs> so I, I was thankful for that because I feel like just being able to fail continuously. Right. and keep on right. restarting for maybe right. the first eight years, that helped me understand and bring so much, I guess, insight into into the small things I do. And I feel like maybe that's what's lacking because there is some pressure even with us, with a lot of our social entrepreneur friends and a lot of the people in the NGO world to build something that the Philippine government can do in 16 different cities like within your first year. Right. And we always were just thinking about one community at a time. And I feel like we've been able to get a lot of good results just because of the longevity and the ability to like fine tune, to play around, to listen, as he said.
0: Right. Which has been a great
1: privilege. Yeah.
0: So, oh my God, this is going to be a tough question if I, if I would think, but I know that you're in the middle of like facilitating this, or you're in the middle of making sure these kids get the. Um, interventions, the education that they need, but how do you see the future of learning now? You know, given that, like you said, like okay, right now we're in lockdown, but it doesn't mean that once lockdown lifts, like we're, it doesn't mean that we go back to normal. In fact, chances are we, it it won't be like before, right? There's gonna be a new normal. So, how moving forward, like what's the future of education in the Philippines?
1: I don't think anybody can really answer that. <laughs> Since I think future none next month no? But I hope that what comes out of this is that we become a little more empathetic yeah. about what seventy percent of the country is going through. Yeah. Uh and once we go into basic needs, the secondary thing is which I feel like although it's secondary when you talk about education and you talk about mental health and you talk about like what kind of values and trauma that they're going to go through now that might affect them for the rest of their life. I feel like that, I hope that can be the second realization. People that have influence, that have the power to to change, to make, to create systematic change can understand fundamentally how behind 70% of the country is,
0: right. you know,
1: or even more With the, if the statistics were a little bit adjusted. Right. And, and I, I do believe that um, what I hope to see, because... A lot of people don't understand after-school learning Mm. uh, in the Philippines so it's not even part of our vocabulary. But I feel like if there are more of organizations like us that do things like this or try different things, then we don't have to wait for the government to figure it out. You have the talent, the skill, and the patience to listen. And not to come into conclusions and to wait it out, then I, I hope that the future learning in our country is something that none of us can foresee because I hope it's a, a better way right. that the solution will come out.
0: Right. That's a good answer. Speaking of replication, replicating efforts, you know, and, and, and making sure it's expanded, this program, Esquela Familia, sorry, I kept saying Esquela Um, this is open for expansion to other areas, isn't it? Yes, yes maybe you can briefly take us through like how do they even apply? Ano ba to? Is it for private entities lang or can LGUs apply for this? How does it work?
1: You can go on our website, ahalearningcenter.com
0: We'll link in the... Um,
1: ah,
0: so <laughs> <rantigin. laughs> yeah, we in the podcast show notes in the story. So it's, so it's easier for everyone. So go to your website.
1: So when you go to your website, you click COVID resources. Then you okay. just fill out the form. And once you've filled out the form, uh, you will have a link to the first 150 lessons. So we have another 100 that we're going to release um, through email. And after that, once you've downloaded the website comes with a training kit to build your own chapter in your community along with an orientation file and the preferred way to use the materials. But I think what we're excited about is that so after that, you can book an online class with us or consultation. Although oh. a lot of people aren't, so they're just like, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss you soon. Yeah. <laughs> they're not so into that part. But I hope that they can use it and be creative with it. Because teachers are quite creative. Parents will be quite, quite creative. Right. I mean, just created for a community in mind. And I believe that, I mean, we, we gave it for free. And hopefully there's like a hundred different like hacks towards it to make it better. Right.
0: Because again, like what you were saying, Kanina, it's always about adjusting to your community's needs. Okay, so if, if people want to avail of the program, be part of the program, so that they have a realistic understanding, like what's a typical day for you? Not today, obviously, because we are actually recording this on Good Friday, but what have your days been like since the lockdown started in the zone?
1: So we've been building a lot of content. So it's usually mixed between panicking about the organization, the content, and managing this community. But I guess if you were a user, what you can expect, it depends because we created... So, okay, what you can expect is that when you wake up, you can do a short like meditation exercise, different things for wellness. And then you can maybe gather the family up again in two hours to do a writing um, exercise or a prompt. The prompts are sometimes silly, like, what's the alternative ending to tong pakitong kitong or like sometimes it requires you to interview your parents. Mm-hmm. And then after lunch, patulugan mo muna yung mga bata. Baka you can play a game together. We have all of these like emoji games okay. that, we, that we made. And if you still have the energy <laughs> from what I know from homeschool mom's is enough. know, but yeah. if you still have the energy, you can go through like a COVID lesson that you read throughout everybody that has yeah. a game inside the COVID lesson. Right. Um, yeah. Or you can ask us a question, then we can make a lesson for it. So okay. a lot of this is based on what you um, need and what your schedule is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of moms reply to us even very late, uh, that, oh, we just did this in the evening. So we understand the, the, yeah. the limitations.
0: So it really depends on your personal schedule, if you're yeah. the parent yeah. or the educator, whatever role you have in the household. I have one last question. This is sure, my sure. standard question for who is the Filipino. So, Jito, you've been working with communities for 14 years. Based on what you know, based on on the people that you talk to, the people you've been talking to the past 14 years, and the people who probably you just met because of the lockdown and because of everything that you had to do as a consequence of the lockdown, like who is the Filipino for you?
1: Well, the Filipino for me is a parent who, one week ago, after reading from a story book about flying kites, and this is one of the parents in our community, made a kite, took out parts of her roof, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: went on her roof, and started flying that kite. Because she said, I've never flown a kite before, and I I want my kid to have a better life than I do. And this won't stop me. So, for me, the Filipino, is creative, loves their family, mm-hmm. and is dreaming for a better future for the people they love the most. Mm-hmm. And COVID or not, we're doing this, and I know change is slow, we're doing this because we believe we deserve better right. than what we have and we can do better for our children. So for me, that's the, the kid. And you know, the, the parent and the child, they didn't break any laws. They right. were on top of the roof. They, the dad took parts of their roof away just for that moment. Yeah. And they said it's one, it was one of the better days that they've had in a while.
0: Thank you for that answer. I was very, very light. I on cam, pero ako nang very light. Thank you for what you do, Jayton. And thank you for giving us time this afternoon, considering everything that you do during this lockdown, on top of your personal, of course, everyone's personal needs. So thank you the schools may have shut down but education can't stop. We'd like to thank Jayton and if you want to learn more about AHA and Escuela Familia visit the AHA website which we will link in the show notes and in the article. So keep safe stay home if you can and be kind listen to Rappler's other podcasts because I'm pretty sure at least one will be of interest. This has been Bea Kupin. Thank you for listening Music.